0: Recording live from San Francisco, California, this is Go Filipino! Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino! Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. October is a double celebration for Filipinos. For one, it is the Filipino American Heritage Month, which brings awareness To the significant contributions of Filipinos throughout the history of the United States. Meanwhile, in the Philippines, October is the Indigenous People's Month, which commemorates the passage of Republic Act 8371, also known as the Indigenous People's Rights Act of 1997. The law recognizes the 36 rights of over 130 indigenous groups in the country, including the right to own their ancestral domain and the right to self-governance. The definition of indigenous peoples is different in Philippine context, since, technically, most Filipinos are indigenous, since we are native to the country. A line is drawn, however, to ethnolinguistic groups who have fully or partially maintained their isolation from outside influences. These indigenous groups include the Highland tribes in the northern part of the Philippines, the non-Muslim Lumad groups in Mindanao Island, and the Australo-Melanesians who are collectively called the Aita or Ati people. May we continue to celebrate and be proud of our Filipino identity wherever we may be. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving five-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast listening platform like Spotify, please head on over to podchaser.com. That's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R. Search for Go Filipino and post a five-star review. The more five-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. You can also send me fan mail like this one sent on Patreon by Steph. Hi Chris, I just discovered your podcast recently and have been listening to your episodes every day. My mom is from the Philippines and I've been wanting to learn Tagalog for years. This podcast makes me feel like this goal is attainable because you're such an amazing teacher. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to visit my family in the Philippines again and show them what I have learned, and it's all possible because of you. Walang Anuman Steph. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find Go Filipino Let's Learn Tagalog on YouTube. Finally, check out my merchandise on Tee Public, that's T E E slash user slash Go all right, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will talk more about verbs in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. The -an suffix can also be used as locative focus verbs. These types of verbs express about actions that come with a physical or psychological direction towards something else that happens to be the focus of the sentence. This sense of direction from one noun to another is the main difference between the an locative focus verbs and the an object focus verbs, which we have discussed in a previous lesson. On their own, the an locative focus verbs are used as command words. They also have their own set of affixes that are used to express whether the action happened, is currently happening, or will be happening, which we will discuss in a future lesson. The an-locative focus verbs are used in third-person focus phrases. This means that the focus of the sentence is another noun that is apart from the speaker and the person performing the action. These third-person focus phrases can vary, such as this set of examples wherein the focus of the sentence is another person who is apart from the speaker and the actor of the verb. First example, Lapitan mo Lapitan siya. Lapitan mo, na siya. Lapitan mo na siya. It means, go approach him or her now. The focus is on the third person, referred as him or her. Word for word, it's lapitan mo na sha. Lapitan mo na sha. Lapitan mo na sha. The first word is. Lapitan, lapitan, lapitan. Lapitan is spelled as L A P I T A N. It means to approach something. Lapitan comes from the root word lapit. Lapit, lapit which means closeness. And then we add the an- suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates a physical direction of closing in on another person. The next word is mo. 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 Mo is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to approach someone, but you are not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have na. 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 Na is spelled as N-A. In this context, na is an adverb that means right now or already. And finally, we have sha. 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 Sha is spelled as S-I-Y-A. In this context, it means him or her in focus form. Sha is the intended destination of the approach. Take note that the pronoun mo can be omitted to become lapita na sha. Lapita na sha. Lapita na sha. Another example: Sulatan ko kayasy si Bobby. Sulatan ko Babi si Sulatan ko Babi si Bobby. It means, I wonder if I should write a letter to Bobby. The focus is on Bobby, who is not the speaker nor the person contemplating on writing the letter. Word for word, it's Sulatan ko kaya, si, bobby, sulatan, ko, kaya, si, bobby, sulatan, ko, kaya, si, bobby. The first word is sulatan. 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 Sulatan is spelled as S-U-L-A-T-A-N. It means to write someone a letter. Sulatan comes from the root word sulat. 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 Which means a writing. And then we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates a physical direction of sending a letter to another person. The next word is ko. Ko, ko. ko is spelled as K-O. It means I in non-focus form. I have an option to write someone a letter, but I am not the focus of the sentence. The next word is KAYA, 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 KAYA is spelled as K-A-Y-A. Note the glottal stop at the end, KAYA is a feasibility particle. That questions the ability to perform an action. Its closest English translation is, I wonder if. After that, we have C. 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 C C is spelled as S I. C is the focus name marker, which introduces the name of the person who happens to be the focus of the sentence. That person is Bobby, the intended destination of the letter, should I write it. In this sentence, we cannot omit the pronoun ko because the sentence needs to emphasize that the question is directed to the speaker. Next example, Akitan mo ng ligaw si Stella. Akitan mo ng ligaw si Stella. mo nang ligaw si Stella. It literally means, go climb a courtship to Stella. But it actually means, go ask Stella out on a date. The focus is on Stella, who is neither the speaker nor the person being encouraged to ask her out. Word for word it's, Akyatan Mo Nang Ligaw Si Stella Akyatan, mo, nang, ligaw, si, stela. Akyatan, mo, nang, ligaw, si, stela. The first word is akyatan. Akyatan, akyatan, akyatan. akyatan is spelled as A, K, Y, A, T, A, N. It literally means to take something upstairs to someone. But in this context, it is part of a Tagalog idiom phrase, akyat ng ligaw. Akyat ng ligaw. We will get into that in a bit. Akyatan comes from the root word Akiat, akiat, which means an ascent or going upstairs. And then we add the an-suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates a psychological direction of climbing an imaginary set of stairs to reach another person. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to ask someone out on a date, but you are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is NANG. 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 NANG is spelled as NG. It is an object marker that introduces what you are supposed to take upstairs to someone. And that is Ligao. 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 Ligao is spelled as L-I-G-A-W. It means courtship, the process of asking someone for their love and affection. It is kind of like dating, but the receiver of the courtship has yet to decide whether to acknowledge the other person as a boyfriend or girlfriend. And then we have C, si, which is spelled as S, I. It is the focus name marker that introduces the name of the person who happens to be the focus of the sentence. That person is Stella, the intended destination of the courtship. Take note that the pronoun Mo can be omitted to become ng legal si Stella. ng legal si Stella. Ng ligaw si Stella. Akyat ng ligaw is an idiom phrase that literally means climbing a courtship, but it actually means asking someone out. The phrase may have pre-colonial or colonial origins. In pre-colonial times, our ancestors put their houses on stilts, and a removable ladder is placed at the entrance to keep animals at bay. During the Spanish colonial period and even up to recent decades, families reside on the second floor of their houses because the first floor or the ground floor is for their businesses like grocery stores, restaurants, and dress shops, among others. In both instances, potential suitors had to climb a ladder or a set of stairs to visit the person they intend to marry. More about the Anne Locative focus verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. The next set of examples features the focus of the sentence as an animal or an object that is neither the speaker nor the person performing the verb. First example Sakyan mo ang kabayo. Sakyan mo ang kabayo. Sakyan mo ang kabayo. It means go ride the horse. The focus is on the horse, which is neither the speaker nor the person who is supposed to ride it. Word for word it's Sakyan mo ang kabayo. Sakyan mo ang kabayo. SAKYAN, MO, ANG, KABAYO. The first word is SAKYAN. SAKYAN, SAKYAN, SAKYAN is spelled as S-A-K-Y-A-N. It means to ride into something or to mount onto something. Sakyan comes from the root word sakai, 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 which is spelled as s-a-k-a-y, meaning a passenger. And then the last vowel is dropped before we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that shows the physical direction of going towards Something to ride it. The next word is MO, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You're tasked to ride a horse, but you're not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have ANG. 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 ANG is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is Caballo 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 is spelled as K-A-B-A-Y-O It means horse. The animal that you are supposed to ride on. Caballo which was borrowed from spanish is the focus of the sentence take note that the pronoun mo can be omitted to become sakya ng kabayo sakya ng kabayo sakya ng kabayo another example hipan ninyo ang mga kandila hipan ninyo, Hipa ninyo, Hipa ninyo ang mga kandila it means Go blow out the candles, you guys. The focus is on the candles, which is neither the speaker nor the persons who are supposed to blow them. Word for word, it's pan Ninyo Ang Mga Kandila pan Ninyo Ang Mga Kandila hipan ningyo ang manga kandila. the first word is hipan 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 is spelled as h i p a n it means to blow out something Hepan comes from the root word hi-hip, heep hip which is spelled as H I H I P it means a gust of wind and then the last vowel is dropped before adding the an suffix and since the second H becomes silent in the process that letter is also dropped to become hepan a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of blowing towards something the next word is ningyo 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 ningyo, ningyo is spelled as n i n y o it means you all or you guys in non-focus form. You are all tasked to blow out the candles, but you are not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But before that, we have manga, 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 manga is... Spelled as M, G, A. It is the plural particle, which makes the noun after it become more than one entity. And that would be Candila. 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 Candila is spelled as K, A, N, D, I, L, A. It means candle, the object you guys are supposed to blow. Kandila, which was borrowed from Spanish, is the focus of the sentence. Take note that the pronoun ninyo can be omitted to become Hipan ang mga kandila. Hipan ang mga kandila. Hipan ang mga kandila. Next example. Buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy. Buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy. Buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy. It means let's go douse the fire with water. The focus is on the fire which is neither the speaker nor the people who are supposed to douse it with water. Word for word it's Buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy buhusan natin ng tubig ang apoy the first word is buhusan buhusan Buhusan. Buhusan is spelled as B U H U S A N. It means to pour or douse onto something. Buhusan comes from the root word buhos. 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 Which is spelled as B U. H-O-S It means a pouring process. And then we switch the O into U before adding the N prefix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of pouring or dousing water towards something. The next word is NATIN. NATIN. Nothing. Nothing is spelled as n-a-t-i-n. It means we in non-focus form. We are tasked to douse onto something but we are not the focus of the sentence. Up next we have nang which is spelled as ng. It is an object marker that introduces what you're supposed to use for dousing that would be too big too big too big too big is spelled as t u b i g it means water the direct object of this sentence the next word is ang which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that would be Apoi 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 is spelled as A-P-O-Y. It means fire, the object we are supposed to douse with water. Apoi the focus of the sentence. In this sentence, we cannot omit the pronoun natin because it needs to emphasize that the speaker is included to perform the task. We will learn more about the an, locative focus verbs, after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. This set of examples of an, locative focus verbs, feature sentences that have places as the focus. For example, natin ang liwasan. Natin ang liwasan. Natin ang liwasan. It means, let's go to the park. The focus is on the park. Word for word it's. Pasyalan, natin, ang, liwasan. Pasyalan, natin, ang, liwasan. Pasyalan, natin, ang, liwasan. The first word is Pasyalan, Pasyalan, Pasyalan. pasyalan. Pashalan is spelled as P, A, S, Y, A, L, A, N. It means to visit a person or a place. Pashalan comes from the root word Pashal. 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 Which means a stroll. And then we add the an- suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of visiting a place. The next word is natin, which is spelled as N-A-T-I-N. It means we in non-focus form. We are tasked to visit a place, but we are not the focus of the sentence. Up next we have ANG which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is LIWASAN. 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 LIWASAN is spelled as L-I-W-A-S-A-N. It means a park or a public square, the place where we go visit. Liwasan is the focus of the sentence. In this sentence, we cannot omit the pronoun natin because it needs to emphasize that the speaker is included to perform the task. Another example, Puntahan mo ang ospital. Puntahan mo ang ospital. Puntahan mo ang hospital. It means go to the hospital. The focus is on the hospital. Word for word, it's puntahan mo ang hospital. Puntahan mo ang hospital. Puntahan mo ang hospital. The first word is puntahan, puntahan, puntahan. Puntahan is spelled as P U N T A H A N. It means to go somewhere or to go see someone Puntahan comes from the root word punta, 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 which means destination or direction. And then we add the an- suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of going somewhere. Up next we have mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. You are tasked to go somewhere, but you're not the focus of the sentence. Up next we have ang, which is spelled as A and G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is hospital. 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 Hospital is spelled as O-S-P-I-T-A-L It means a hospital, the place where you should go. Hospital, which was borrowed from Spanish, is the focus of the sentence. Take note that the pronoun mo can be omitted to become Puntahan Hospital. Puntahan ng, Puntahan ng ospital. Next example. Pakibantayan ninyo ang aking bahay. Pakibantayan ninyo ang aking bahay. Pakibantayan ninyo ang aking bahay. It means, please guard my house. The focus is on my house. Word for word it's, pakibantayan ninyo. Ang aking bahay paki bantayan ninyo Ang aking bahay paki bantayan ninyo Ang aking bahay The first word is paki Pakibantayan, pakibantayan. Pakibantayan. Pakibantayan is spelled as P, A, K, I, B, A, N, T, A, Y, A, N. It means please guard somewhere. Pakibantayan comes from the root word bantay. Bantay, bantay, which means a guard. And then, we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of going to a place to guard it. The paki prefix in pakibantayan is one of several ways to say please in the Tagalog language. The next word is ninyo which is spelled as N-I-N-Y-O. It means you all or you guys in non-focus form. You're all tasked to guard a place, but you're not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have ANG, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But before that, we have aking, 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 aking is spelled as a-k-i-n-g. It consists of aking, which is spelled as a-k-i-n. It means my in locative form. We then drop the N before adding the NG linker to introduce the noun being referred as mine. And that noun is Bahai. 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 Bahai is spelled as B-A-H-A-Y. It means house. The place where I ask you all to guard. Aking bahay means my house, the focus of this sentence. Take note that the pronoun ninyo can be omitted to become pakibantayan ang aking bahay. Pakibantayan ang aking bahay. Pakibantayan ang aking bahay. More about the an, locative focus verbs, after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. The next set of examples features the N locative focus verbs wherein the focus of the sentence is the location within an object. For example, Walisanang ilalim ng mesa. Walisanang ilalim ng mesa. Walisanang ilalim ng mesa. It means go sweep underneath the table. The focus is the space underneath the table. Word for word it's walisan ang ilalim nang mesa walisan ang ilalim nang mesa walisan ang ilalim nang Mesa. The first word is Walisan. 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 Walisan is spelled as W A L I S A N. It means to sweep somewhere. Walisan comes from the root word Walis, 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 which means a broom. And then we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of placing the broom at a location for sweeping purposes. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked to sweep a specific location. But they are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as a-n-g. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But first we have ilalim. 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 Ilalim is spelled as i-l-a-l. I. M. It means under or underneath. Ilalim points to a specific space within a certain object, which is introduced by the next set of words. First, by nang, which is spelled as NG. It is a relational marker that introduces the noun that has a space underneath that needs sweeping. And that is mesa 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 is spelled as m e s a it means table the object that you need to sweep its underside ilalim ng mesa means underneath the table the focus of this sentence next example lagyan ng kumot ang ibabaw ng kama Lagyan ng kumot ang ibabaw ng kama. Lagyan ng kumot ang ibabaw ng kama. It means, go put a blanket on top of the bed. The focus is the space on the bed. Word for word it's, Lagyan ng kumot ang ibabaw ng kama. Lagyan nang kumot ang ibabaw nang kama lagyan nang kumot ang ibabaw nang kama the first word is Lagian lagyan lagyan, lagyan. Lagyan is spelled as L, A, G, Y, A, N. It means to place an object on something. Lagyan comes from the root word lagay. 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 Which is spelled as L, A, G, A, -A 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 Y. It means a placement. And then we take out the last vowel, which is a, before adding the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the physical direction of placing an object. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked to place an object on something, but they are not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have NANG, which is spelled as NG. It is an object marker that introduces the noun that the recipient of the command should place somewhere. And that is, KUMOT. 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 KUMOT is spelled as K-U-M-O-T. It means blanket, which you are supposed to place somewhere. Kumot is the direct object of this sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But before that, we have ibabao. 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 Ibabao is spelled as I, B, A, B, A, W. It means on top or on the surface. Ibabao points to a specific space within a certain object, which is introduced by the next set of words. First by Nang, which is spelled as NG. In this context, It is a relational marker that introduces the noun that has a space on it that could be placed with another object. And that is, kama. 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 Kama is spelled as K-A-M-A. It means bed. The object where you can place another object on. Ibabaw ng kama means on top of the bed. The focus of this sentence. Another example. Bakura ng palibot ng bukid. Bakura ng palibot ng bukid. Bakura ng palibot ng bukid. It means go install a fence around the farm. The focus is on the space around the farm. Word for word it's Bakuran, ang, palibot, nang, bukid. Bakuran, ang, palibot, nang, bukid. Bakuran, ang, palibot, nang, bukid. The first word is bakuran. 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 Bakuran is spelled as B-A-K-U-R-A-N. In this context, it means to install a fence. Bakuran comes from the root word bakod. Bakod. Bakod which is spelled as B-A-K-O-D. It means offense. Then we switch the O into U. And then switch the D into R, before adding the AN suffix to become a locative focus verb. That demonstrates the physical direction of going to a location to install a fence. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked to install a fence, but they are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. But first, we have palibot. 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 Palibot is spelled as P, A, L, I, B, O, T. It means the surrounding area. Palibot points to a specific space within a certain location, which is introduced by the next set of words. First by Nang, which is spelled as NG. It is a relational marker That introduces the noun that has a space around it that needs to be fenced. And that is bukid. 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 Bukid is spelled as B-U-K-I-D. It means farm. The location where you need to install a fence around it. Palibot ng bukid means around the farm. The focus of this sentence. Our last set of examples for an, locative focus verbs, will be discussed after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. This set of examples demonstrates the use of an. Locative focus verbs that have abstract concepts as the focus of the sentence. For example, tawanan ng problema, tawanan ng problema, tawanan ng problema. It means laugh at the problem. The focus is on the problem. Word for word, it's tawanan ang problema. Tawanan, ang, problema. Tawanan, ang, problema. The first word is Tawanan, Tawanan, Tawanan. Tawanan is spelled as T A W A N. A-N. It means to laugh at someone or something. Tawanan comes from the root word tawa. 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 Which is spelled as T-A-W-A. It means a laughter. And then we add the irregular nan suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the psychological direction of laughing towards someone or something. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked to laugh at someone or something, but they are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang which is spelled as a n g. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is problema. 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 Problema is spelled as P-R-O-B-L-E-M-A. It means a problem. The intangible object that you need to laugh at. Problema is the focus of the sentence. Next example. Iwanan ang ingit. Iwanan ang ingit. Iwanan ang ingit. It means leave envy behind. The focus is on envy. Word for word it's. Iwanan. Ang ingit, iwanan, ang, ingit, iwanan, ang, ingit. The first word is iwanan, iwanan, iwanan. Iwanan is spelled as i, w, a, n, a, N. It means to leave someone or something behind. Iwanan comes from the root word Iwan. 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 Which means to abandon. And then we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the psychological direction of going away as you leave something behind. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked to leave something behind, but they are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A and G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is ingit. Ingit ingit. ingit is spelled as i-n-g, g-i-t. It means envy, the intangible object that you need to leave behind. ingit, which can also mean jealousy, but in a non-romantic manner, is the focus of the sentence. Our last example, Huwag balikan ang nakaraan. Huwag Balikanang nakaraan. Huwag Balikanang nakaraan. It means, do not go back to the past. The focus is on the past. Word for word, it's huwag balikan ang nakaraan. Huwag balikan, ang, nakaraan. huag, balikan, ang, nakaraan. The first word is huag, 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 huag is spelled as h u w a g. It is a negation word that means do not perform the action. And that action is balikan. 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 Balikan is spelled as B-A-L-I-K-A-N. It means to return to somewhere or to go back for something. Balikan comes from the root word balik. 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 Which means a return. And then we add the an suffix to become a locative focus verb that demonstrates the psychological direction of returning towards something. This sentence implies that an individual or a group of people are tasked not to return to something. But they are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ANG, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main noun of the sentence. And that is NAKARAAN. 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 Nakaraan is spelled as N-A-K-A-R-A-A-N. It means the past, the intangible object that you're not supposed to come back. Nakaraan is the focus of the sentence. We will be back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. Subscribe for $5 a month and you get early access to newly published lessons, along with loads of exclusive content and a bonus presentation at the end of each month. A big shout out to our current $5 patrons. Ollie Crouch Caroline Jane Walsh Isaac Buwan Gladys Trinidad Ken Yeager Craig Putts Elaine Christian Dimalanta Brian Melinda O'Connor Christie, Alexander Ong Nina Le Carla Natasha Esguera Teresa Salud John Bailey Roger Schachtel Paulo De Armas Steph Alex Jay Springy and Chris Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can subscribe to my Patreon, that's P A T R E O N dot com, Slash Go Filipino Pod, and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. The an-suffix is also used to express locative focus verbs, which refer to actions that come with a physical or psychological direction towards something else that happens to be the focus of the sentence. The an-locative focus verbs are used in third-person focus phrases, whether it is another person, an animal, an object, a place, a section of an object, or an abstract concept, as long as it is neither the speaker nor the actor performing the action. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik, Walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik. Walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik. It means, no one spat towards the sky, whose saliva did not land on their face. Those who disrespect others, disrespect themselves in return. Word for word it's, walang. Dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik. Walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang. Mukha nagbalik Walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik Again, walang dumura sa langit na hindi sa kanyang mukha nagbalik Until next time, paalam! Bye bye This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin MacLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.